0: more I got stuff done the more I liked it so I got a tattoo when I was 18 and and then I just kind of started hanging around that shop and pretty much never left and I just coming kept coming back and I was like no I really want to learn how to pierce
1: you really need to teach me Hello friends, it's Jess from Avanti here with Annie. Uh, Annie Hi! Is <laughs> Hi Annie! Um, Annie is an amazing piercer with quite a lot of experience under her belt. Um, I thought it would be amazing to hear about you, what brought you into this field, and why you love what you do. Um, but before we get to any of my questions, why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself?
0: Okay, so my name is Annie Klein and um, I live in Bloomington, Indiana. I started piercing, uh, my apprenticeship was about 98, 99 is about when I started. And I've been piercing on and off since then. Um, I did take some time off when I had my kids. I have two boys, uh, one son that's three and one that's 13. Um, And then uh, as I was saying earlier, I have a husband that's a musician, so I'm uh, using his uh, backdrop and video area for this interview. And I've just really been going crazy being quarantined and I miss piercing so much and I miss my clients and I miss being able to touch people. And so when I got asked to do this, I was so excited. I was like, oh, please let me sit and talk about piercing. That sounds awesome. So I'm really, really thankful that you asked
1: me. Yes, I'm excited to talk to you. My uh, fiance is also a musician, and I think he's tired of hearing me go, I really want to, I like, I miss piercing, and I miss talking about jewelry, and do you think this is a five sixteen? or so if I got this pierced, do you think it would be a 3 And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but then he talks about music stuff, and I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Oh. Um, so, what is it about piercing? Is it what you always wanted to do, or did you just stumble upon it? Like, what got you into it?
0: I've wanted to do a lot of things throughout the years. Um, I started piercing really early, you know, I was about 18-ish when I started my apprenticeship, 19, um, about nineteen, twenty when I started piercing. So, as soon as I got my first uh, piercing, when I was 16, I got my belly button pierced, and I was really into it at that point in time. I had seen the Aerosmith video, and I had tried to pierce my own belly button with safety (laughs) pin and an earring, a piercing stud with a locked back, Uh and um, I had tried to pierce my friend's eyebrow in her living room, and her mom walked in on us and so i i I guess i had just naturally wanted to do it (laughs) and then when i turned 18 and i actually got a piercing which my first piercing was my liberate piercing um i know it's librette, but i can't make myself say librette because i've said labray like in a pretty french way for so many years i just can't I know it's not correct, but I'm from the Midwest and we're rednecks and we kind of say stuff wrong around here.
1: So you're good. Don't, don't judge me. <laughs> I also call it a labret, so you're like labret, And I'm like, oh, that's what it's called. <laughs> I just can't make myself say it because it
0: doesn't sound right to me. But um, so when I got that piercing when so I was 18, I, it was really a cool experience and I really was intrigued by it. And then the more I got stuff done, the more I liked it. So I got a tattoo when I was 18 and and then I just kind of started hanging around that shop and pretty much never left. And I just kept coming back and I was like, no, I really wanna learn how to pierce. You really need to teach me. And they were like, no, go home. And I was like, no, you really need to teach me. And they were like, no, go home. And you know, of course there's a million people always coming in. Oh, I wanna be a piercer, I wanna be a tattoo artist because it's a cool job, everybody wants to do it. So, you know, they just kinda of blew me off. And I was like, I'm gonna just keep coming back until you get so annoyed with me that you let me because I won't stop. And so I just kept coming and people would recognize me in there so they would just start asking me questions and sometimes people would be busy and have gloves on so I'd just pick up the phone and answer the phone and. Finally, the owner was like, I guess you can hang out and answer the phones. And I'm like, dude, I've been answering your phones, but okay. And so it just kind of went from there. They finally just let me have my way.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's probably the best way to go about starting. (laughs) A lot of uh, a lot of studios can be kind of stubborn when it comes to trading. So you kind of like if you really want to do it, sometimes you do have to fight for it a little bit.
0: Yes, and that's what I've always told people when they ask me about apprenticing them is that I have a ton of people ask me. I have friends and family ask me. I have strangers ask me. I have people ask me all the time. So why are you? more qualified than all these other people that have asked me. So if you, if it's something you really want to do, you need to make an impression as to why you're serious and why you really want to do it. Not just because like, oh, you think it's cool or you heard they make a lot of money. Like, <laughs> you know, you need to yeah. have a better reason than that for someone to choose you.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. It, like piercing is, As fun as it is and as exciting as it is, it's very much a spiritual practice as well. Yes. And it, like those who hold the needle hold grave responsibility, you know? Like it's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's
0: not something just anybody can do, it's something most people can't do.
1: Yeah, exactly. And even if you think you can do it, you know, like I'm not a piercer, I just manage the studio that we're at. Um, But I've considered, you know, wanting, asking our piercer, like, hey, would you train me? But it's something that before I make the decision to be serious about it, I, you know, there's a lot of things to think about. Like, if you hold the needle to someone's skin, can you actually go through and pierce through the whole procedure? Like, that's that's something to really think about, because I think a lot of people think oh well you just pierce and put jewelry in well there's blood there's bodily fluids there's sterilization processes there's what are you gonna do pardon me there's a ton of factors yeah there's a ton of factors and i think that a lot of people don't really consider all of them Um, but when you do and it is right you know i see the piercers smile and i see i like you know when i interview anyone who comes into the shop i'm always asking them like okay why do you do what you do why do you love it you know and that's what i'm looking for you know i want to know if you truly love it because if you truly love it then it's going to be an amazing experience for anyone who walks through my studio's doors right yeah absolutely that's so cool i love that you just dogged the the manager like no i'm going to i'm going to work here whether you pay me or not <laughs> i
0: mean it was a different time I don't, I think if people did that now, they might put a restraining order on you or like call somebody to have you removed if you were just basically like doing a sit-in like, no, I'll see you tomorrow and yes, I will work here. But it was a biker shop and it worked for them. They were like, oh, okay, yeah, we could, you could work here.
1: That's awesome. Uh, So what is your absolutely favorite aspect of piercing?
0: Um, I think my favorite aspect of piercing is being able to give someone that boost of self-confidence and being able to let them have control over their own body and just seeing the look on their face when we're done with the piercing and I'm like, are you ready? And I grab my mirror and I hold the mirror up to them and they just light up and just, I love that feeling. And I love being able to do that for them. Especially yeah. people that have body image issues. Um, you know, I've done a lot of like nipple piercings or navel piercings on bigger ladies who really felt self-conscious about themselves. And then once they did that, they just felt so beautiful and it gave them such a boost of confidence. And that's just, it's, it's just such a great feeling to be able to help somebody see how beautiful they
1: are. Yeah, it's speaking of someone who got my navel, I like got my navel pierced because I had a lot of body image issues growing up. Um, and like different eating issues and things like that just to fall in love with my own body. But it didn't really matter no matter how skinny I got or how curvy I got, like I still didn't like it. Then I got the piercing and I was like, okay, now I like my belly. Like now I don't care. You know, I can wear a swimsuit, yeah. I can wear a crop top because I'm no longer looking at my problem areas. I'm looking at that sparkly something that now yes. I like. Yes, Yeah. Definitely.
0: I feel that way about my tooth gems. I also do tooth gems, which are so awesome. I love them. And I've done a whole bunch on myself and I really did not like my teeth. I had retainers and things growing up and then I didn't really follow through with wearing them as a teenager. And so all my teeth went back and they're very, very crooked. And I have a gap on the bottom and you know my mom spent a lot of money on the dentist for no reason because i have jacked up teeth sorry mom and so i glued a bunch of gold stuff on my teeth and some opals and some swarovski crystals and now i love them and i just do big toothy smiles all the time and you know like stand outside in the sun so it like glistens and it just made me feel so much better so I know a lot of people hate their teeth. So I love being able to help people do something to their teeth.
1: That is so cool. I was actually just talking to my best friend the other day about teeth gems specifically and like how cool they are and They're, great. They're so cool. It's so unique. Um, what does that process look like? Cuz it's more is it I'm assuming more of a pain-free way to go about modifying your body.
0: Yes. So um, it, there's no pain involved. There's nothing to heal. You don't have that. You know, you get something pierced and then it hurts and it's crusty and you got to clean it and it swells. and You got to have the long jewelry and then you got to get the short jewelry. It's a whole process before it looks really, really great. And a tooth gem just goes on and then it looks great right then. You don't have to do anything. So there's, um, there's a chemical that you put on first that kind of etches the tooth a little bit. And um, just this kind of the same as acrylic nails with like a primer to yeah. rough the nail before you would apply the nail. It's a very similar kind of a process. Um, and it's the same that they use for braces. So there's um, a several step adhesive process and then you cure it on with a light. Okay. So the light gets really warm but there's not anything that's painful at all and then it, it just really just takes a few minutes it's really fast um and then there are tons of things you can choose from i carry solid gold pieces in a lot of different shapes i have a ghost and a spider web um i have different colors of synthetic opals in every color of the rainbow swarovski crystals so you can just pick out whatever you want and then the other cool thing is that it's temporary and it doesn't do any damage so eventually it just pops off and then you can just change your mind and do a different one
1: that is so cool yeah it's great oh I'm so excited I I definitely probably going to follow in your footsteps and get some teeth gems (laughs) oh
0: do it do it I recommend them to everyone
1: that is so cool. There's such an up and coming like fashion forward kind of movement. And the more yeah. I word about it, the more I'm like, that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: and I'm really indecisive. So I love something where I can pick it out. It looks cool. And then, you know, maybe six months or more, I can just pop them off or they're gonna fall off. And then I can just change my mind and do
1: something totally different. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a nice alternative to like a, more of a facial adornment that isn't going to leave a scar and it's not going to yeah. swell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Although, well, I
0: think it's good for people that have health problems yes. to where it wouldn't really be responsible for you to get a piercing. Like people yeah. that are in treatment for cancer or serious autoimmune uh, or other things like that, where they really can't heal a wound very well, or they're on a bunch of medications, or it's kind of, uh, they have compromised immune system where they can't really have puncture wounds and things like that, then they can still get it. Or even, I put one on a pregnant woman because she just wanted to get something pierced. And she was like, wait, can I get a tooth gem? And I was like, yeah! So, um, or even kids. I put one on somebody that was maybe, I think they were like nine.
1: Nice. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. It definitely opens up a world to people who, you know, we would probably recommend them waiting or trying something different. Yeah. That is so cool. Oh, that's so fun. I love it. Oh, so you said you've been piercing since like 98. That is, so I was born in 95 for everyone (laughs) who's watching this. (laughs) So that is almost as long as I've been alive and I'm 25. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How has the industry changed over the years?
0: Um, well, I just had a quarantine birthday. I just turned 41 on the 16th. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. It's been weird, but I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I'm making the most of it. Um, it has changed so much. It's it's astounding. and. I could definitely talk about that for a long time. Uh, I started piercing in an old school biker shop, and it was, you know, kind of just what you would think about with a stereotypical Midwest biker tattoo shop. What that might entail, um, it was pretty much like that. Uh, and I've I've had some a lot of different shops I've worked at, and they've all been different. And then before I started piercing this most recent time, I had had a gap of about five years. And so during that gap, I had just thought, okay, there's no really any more studios around here and I'm not gonna move and I'm just not gonna pierce anymore. And I had thought I had retired basically. I was just moving on, I was doing other things Um, I became a yoga teacher and a Reiki teacher, and um, I did some other jobs that I didn't really like, and I just uh, found my way back into piercing. Um, I had a friend that started working at a shop, and he was like, oh, well, as soon as you have your baby, you need to come pierce at this new shop, and I was like, no, man, I don't pierce anymore, and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to come pierce here, And so they just kept asking me and asking me and I was like, I don't think I probably want to do that again. And (laughs) I was in there getting a tattoo and some girl walked in and was like, Oh, Hey, do you have a piercer? I want to get my nose pierced. And they were like, there's some jewelry here. If you want to go pierce her nose, we've got jewelry and needles. You could do it. And I was like, Oh, okay. That might be fun. And I did it. And I was like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> tricked me, And he was like, yeah, we knew that if you did one, we'd get you. So I was like, okay, I'm in. And so after that, I just unretired. So I've been back piercing for, I think like two years, something like that now. And just That's in, awesome. in that small amount of time, there's been a lot of things that have changed and i started by joining a lot of forums on facebook and getting on a lot of websites and reading a lot of blogs and watching a lot of youtube videos which were all tools that i didn't use to have as a piercer um you know back when i started piercing of course we didn't have any of those things so And it was also very much, you only work at the shop that you are at and you hate everyone else at every other shop. You don't speak to them. You don't go in there. Maybe you fight with them. Maybe you go stand in front of their shop and yell stuff at them when they go and have smoke breaks or maybe you get drunk and go try to fist fight them on the sidewalk. And that was just things that we kind of did back then. And that's why when they asked me to come back to piercing i was like i'm a grown woman with kids i'm not going to be living like that anymore i don't do that stuff anymore (laughs) and they were like no it's cool everyone in the industry is old now and we've all got kids and so now it's not really like that now it's pretty chill and i'm like oh okay i can do that and so it's been really neat seeing it as a young person and a party person and as a grown up and a parent and being there through all the different uh transitions it's been really interesting there's a lot of the jewelry is so different now um than it was when i first started uh when i first started you we had some gold but not very much and you pretty much got steel and it was a plain ring with a ball or a plain barbell and that was pretty much what it was or you could get like a gemstone but there wasn't anything like crazy and then over the years it just progressed more and more and more to more ornamental things and it used to also be very big you wanted the biggest gauge of everything. So you wanted your nose piercing to be like a 10 gauge and lip rings and ear piercing, as big as you could have the jewelry. As big as the rings could be in your lip, that was where it was at. And then it transformed into this, then you wanted it to be very flat and streamlined and delicate and gold and looking like a jewelry store. And it's just really interesting to see all the different things. And the threadless jewelry, I love that. When I learned about threadless jewelry, that was amazing to me. I'd never seen it before. Um, and my cousin Linda, who has a shop as well, uh, taught me about it when I came back to piercing. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like no corkscrew hanging out the bottom of your nose. Oh my God. And and the clickers are just so much easier so you don't have to fight with a stupid ball. And I'm so thankful to whoever invented those because that's just been amazing for my
1: clients. Um, Mm. Just so much, so many things. Yeah, I mean, even in like the past, so I started getting piercings probably like five years ago and Uh or no longer than that when I was 16 but like five years ago I like started seriously like okay this is like my thing um and I remember discovering threadless jewelry and it was actually at Avanti where I work I used to be a customer and I was like this is life like my nose ring never fell out um it stayed exactly where I wanted if I wanted to change it, I just had to take the top off um yeah it was absolutely ma- no long it's mind-blowing, and when people yeah. come in, they're like, what's threadless jewelry? I'm like, oh, watch your life be changed. <laughs>
0: yeah. They're like, no, I want a hoop, because I don't want that hook hanging out the bottom of my nose. And I get to be like, oh, no, let me show you. Look in my nose. Do you see anything? So, it's, I, I think it's great.
1: Yeah, and then even with hoops, like, the different diameters are now so diverse that you can accommodate really Anyone's anatomy, so yeah, no it doesn't have to just be big. <laughs> yes, it's no longer a huge hoop. Like, I remember being like, I just want a dainty hoop that fits my nose, and I'm like, they don't exist in the world. And I'm like, well, I know exactly what size you are just by looking at you, and I can yeah. get you that snug fit. No problem, it's awesome. And if someone wants the chunky look, that is super easy to achieve now, too. Yes, just with all the options, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so cool. Um, so you, you said a little bit that your perspective has changed um, now that you're a mom, um, and, you know, you've gone through all of these different challenges. So what are some roadblocks that you faced? Um, and then, you know, now that you are wiser, how would you, you know, if someone were in your shoes or if you could give yourself advice back then, what would you say? My kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: advice that I would give myself back then would would have been um, that if you're in a situation where your work environment is something that there's inappropriate stuff going on, or you feel like you're in danger, or you're being abused, or treated in a way that you shouldn't be or treated badly because you're a woman or um whatever uh gender or non-gender or sexual preference um that you would have the courage to look elsewhere because there are many other options and you don't have to stay where people are treating you badly and if you have the courage to do things like that you could also have the opportunities to learn more from other places. But again, I don't, they don't treat people, they don't treat apprentices like that anymore in studios. So that's really not a thing that somebody coming up today is gonna have to deal with. They, it's gonna be hard for you to find a shop where they believe that you abuse the apprentice and like basically haze them and torture them to make sure that they are worthy people don't really do that anymore uh so i don't know that people are gonna have to be as wary but that definitely would have been some advice that i would have given myself at the time um i think one of the biggest roadblocks was just being a woman yeah um i I had a hard time. I was in a shop of all men and it was just very stereotypical what you would think. Like I was expected to do all the cleaning because I was a girl and I was expected to answer the phone because I was a girl. And, you know, I had to do all these things for them and they just sort of expected me to do it. And I wasn't treated equally and that just wasn't, a thing um and that was hard and just being being different than all of your co-workers very different um also in your like spiritual beliefs or um other things like that were definitely a problem i had a lot of discrimination for a lot of different things that applied to me that I dealt with through the years and some of the places that I worked. Um, And I think just, just going forward and continuing to uh, look for other opportunities or uh, standing up and saying, Hey, um, you know, I don't have to work here because this is unacceptable. And if people get treated like that here, then I'm going to go find something else. And that's, Um, something that I'm really glad that I was able to stand up and do for myself more recently. Um, the shop that I work at now, um, my business is Annie the Impaler and, um, the shop that I work at is Tattoo Kaiju in Bloomington and it is such an awesome place. Um, the owners are a husband and wife team and I love them. They're some of my best friends. They are so cool. And, um, there is uh other three other female tattoo artists i still include um the one that just moved away so technically Kay's not still there but she's still there in spirit so it's all ladies and one gentleman and so it's a totally different kind of vibe and it is it's kind of Godzilla, Twin Peaks, horror movies, nerd, geek themed. And you really feel like you're hanging out watching movies in your friend's mom's basement. And you know, there's uh, collectible toys everywhere and VHS tapes and you know, a big couch where you can sit and watch movies and you know, horror movies playing in the background. and. We have art shows every month, and it's art classes all the time. I've taught yoga classes there, and there's just a lot of fun things going on, and it's a whole group of creative people getting to work together, and it's just really, really fun. I love it a lot. That is so cool.
1: (laughs) It's really great. That is so cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I. I can speak a little bit to your experience too. You know, I recently stood up for myself leaving a job where I had worked for like off and on for like three years and to leave that and go to a job where I was treated as a person for some reason was such a mind-blowing concept to me. Yeah. Right? It's so crazy. And I love that that's the advice that you gave because I think there's so many people out there who are sitting and they're like, either this is what working feels like or this is what I deserve. And it's not what working should feel like. Working should feel like work. You know, you should yeah. be doing what you love. Um, and you do deserve more. You know, <laughs> like. Yes. And
0: sometimes it's not right away. Yeah. Like I said, i had a break for about five years. Because after I left the studio I was at, I didn't feel like there was any other place in the area that I would want to work at. And so I just didn't pierce because there wasn't anything that was up to my standards. And I'm glad I held out and did that uh, because it really turned out to be wonderful. And now I'm in a really good place.
1: Um, yeah, no, that, that is absolutely awesome. Um, so one more question before we go, because our time is almost up. And that is, so I know you're in quarantine, you're going crazy. What? Yes. (laughs) What are you most looking forward to uh, when you reopen? Like what piercing, um, what glass? Like, you know, I know so much more about your studio and you now, so what are you most looking forward to?
0: Um, Well, I am looking forward to getting back to teaching yoga. We had just come up with starting to do some yoga classes at the studio because we have, it's kind of divided in half. So one half is where the art gallery is And all the enamel pins and stickers and art prints and uh, that part's all open and so that that was the half where I've been doing uh, yoga and then the other half is where all the um, the tattooing and the piercing are all over on the other side so I'm looking forward to doing that again I'm looking forward to just having some kind of big welcome back event where I can see all of my clients because I developed such a close relationship with them like I'm friends with them they aren't really like clients you like they text me on my phone and we talk and you know we're they've been through some stuff with me (laughs) and so you know I'm I miss them and I care about them and I'm really looking forward to being able to see them again I've got some ongoing People that I have ear projects going on where, you know, every so often we add another one and we let it heal for a couple months and we add a couple more. And so those people, I'm looking forward to seeing them and all the people that I pierced before the quarantine that need their jewelry shortened. I'm looking forward <laughs> to helping those people too. Um, and just being able to see my clients and give them hugs because yeah. I really... I didn't realize how much I miss hugging people and just standing around just shooting the shit. Just standing around just gossiping or just talking about nothing with people,
1: with random people. I just really miss that too. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the one thing that this has taught me is I'm much more extroverted than I thought. Yes, (laughs) me too, (laughs) me too. Well, thank you so much for your time, Annie. Um, I oh, you're welcome. To... Thank
0: you for asking me, it was great.
1: Yes, I am so excited. I'm looking forward to when our paths cross in the future. I know we're talking, you know, far out in the future. Maybe you can come down and visit Avanti. Yes, <laughs> yes
0: I definitely want to come out um, whenever this virus settles down and travel is safe. We just got a van. And yes, and so during the quarantine, we're fixing up the van and that's gonna be our family road trip vehicle. And we're really looking forward to um, taking some road trips and heading west. And I definitely plan on coming and seeing you guys during um, some of those
1: trips, for sure. Yes, oh, well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Awesome, thank you, you too. <laughs> thank you, talk soon. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.